Hello and welcome to Afternoonified, the podcast where we shall pay tribute to our dark lord. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. Hail Satan! Satan? I feel like I put the wrong emphasis on it. Hail Satan? Hail Satan! How are you supposed to emphasize Hail Satan? <laughs> I think it's even across the board, like Hail Satan. Hail well, Satan. That had more of whatever. Um. <laughs> Guys, we're really bad at all religions. I don't see why this is a surprise to anybody. Um, well, I guess I'm doing just misunderstood religions now. Like well, That's kind of your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's become that. Um. Next up, Judaism. Huzzah! No. Uh, no. This is an hour-long podcast. Um, yeah, so we're doing Satanism today. And I love me some chilling adventures of Sabrina. You do. But there's a lot more to this religion, and a lot less to this religion, than you'd think. So, as always, this is meant to be a primer on the origins and some of the basic tenets of Satanism. Uh, I did not buy a copy of the Satanic Bible because I have cat food to buy. And when you donate to the tip jar, I will start reading the material. That's a great incentive for people to start paying. We will start doing our jobs when you start paying us. Also, um, the app I was using to look up books at the library only shows ebooks and audiobooks, which I didn't realize because I don't like look stuff up that often. And it turns out that across all of Portland's public libraries... There are 37 copies of the Satanic Bible. Yeah. Yeah, that's All of them are checked out, though. I'd like to point (laughs) that out. All of them are checked out. Well, I mean, you're godless West Coast liberals, so of course they are. Of course. Um, As opposed to you, the wholesome, corn-fed, middle-of-the-country Christians. I was going to say corn-fed, middle-of-the-country, godless liberal. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot. Minnesota is kind of like a void. I would say we are aggressively blue. (laughs) <laughs> I think I was, no, I wasn't there during an election, but there was a lot of election coverage on the hotel TV when I was hiding. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. It was probably right before midterms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have been. Or not right. right before midterms, but like. Yeah. It was a midterm year. Yeah, they bust me out to a hotel next to the Mall of America. Quite the adventure. Well, it was fine. The mall's not that impressive, guys. I'm sorry. It has a theme park in it, right? Am I making that up? No, you know, you're correct. Uh, also an aquarium. Yeah, um, so the mall isn't that exciting. Nope. <laughs> nah. There's like eight sunglass huts, I think. <laughs> I mean, what if you lose your sunglasses between huts? I mean, entirely possible because they're like three miles apart. <laughs> All right, so we are going to talk about the basics of Satanism. Uh, Starting with the term Satanism and Satanist. Webster's Dictionary defines Satanism Uh, as... Actually, the term Satanism and Satanist can be... Oh, I should source first. Just get it out on top. So um, my big source was the Church of Satan website, as well as the Satanic Temple website. Uh, Going right to the source. Then an article called The Origins of Satanism, A Humanist History by Kevin Dickinson and The Evolution of Modern Satanism in the United States by Lily Rothman. Um, And Wikipedia, but that's beside the point. I feel like you can just take Wikipedia for granted. (laughs) We do, and that's why they're always asking us for money, Sarah. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, so the term Satanism and Satanist can be traced back to the 1560s, not as a religious designation, but as a way of describing someone with, quote, satanic disposition. Uh, but Satan was around for much longer than that, obviously. Really? He didn't just pop up in like 1642? or Well, sort of. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, the word Satan was not originally a proper name, but a noun meaning the adversary. Uh, in this context, it appears at several points in the Old Testament. Uh, for instance, in the book of Samuel, David is presented as the Satan, adversary, of the Philistines, while in the book of Numbers, the term appears as a verb when God sent an angel to Satan to oppose, Balaam. Uh, the New Testament happened... Uh, then the New Testament happened, Satan was the name given to a fallen angel who tempted Christ, and here we are. Oh, so it was like literally just kind of a word, and then they now they proper nouned it. Yeah, like, how dare you Satan me? Yeah. Um, during the 18th century, nope, <laughs> just tried to go from the 1560s to the 18th century because I can't read. I mean, all those years in between are just kind of made up, right? Um, sort of, Yeah. Uh, the term Satanist really came into its own during the European Wars of Religion, which is a fucking thing. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, during the series of conflicts, Christians fought other Christians for well over a century until the Peace of Westphalia in 1648. And this is not a history podcast today, so do your own Googling. Uh, to legitimize their beliefs, Roman Catholics labeled Protestants as Satanists, uh, not that they thought Protestants worshipped the devil, more that their beliefs were, quote, unquote, in line with Satan's plan for the world, unquote. Uh, Protestants, in turn, called the Roman Catholic satanic, and both religions kind of threw it at the pagans and anyone who wasn't into the Lord. Yeah, that that sounds about right. Just so it... From my brief knowledge of human history. Yeah, and if we took the biblical context of the word to oppose or opposer adversary, calling people Satanists just means... You don't Pe agree with what I agree with. Yeah. Or what you, I have decided. You oppose me in a religious sense. You are mean, and I don't <laughs> like you. You're a Satanist. No, you're a Satanist. <laughs> Your mom's a Satanist. Yeah, she's my mom. So that's kind of what it meant for a very, very long time. Um, during the 18th century, uh, gentlemen's social clubs became increasingly prominent in Britain and Ireland, um, among the most secretive of which were the Hellfire Clubs. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard a little bit about this. They yeah, sound I think at some point I will do... nerdy, actually. Oh, it's so fucking nerdy. This whole <laughs> thing is so fucking nerdy, Sarah. <laughs> at some point I will do a whole episode on, like, British gentlemen's clubs from the 1800s because it's just dicks, 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 dicks everywhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, the history of the Hellfire Club dates back to about the 1700s when it was originally a British secret society designed for high-standing assholes. <laughs> uh, the purpose of the club was to provide a place for, quote, fun, like-minded, intelligent people who wanted a place to be themselves. Because <sighs> rich people don't have that. No. And white uh, men don't have that. No, 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 no. And those were the only people allowed in these clubs. Yep. Um, although the club highly discouraged and punished vile acts at club meetings, it is believed that they encouraged behaviors that were considered hedonistic at that time, which, to be fair, was everything. Um, pretty much, yeah. Ironically, the club and its founders, such as Sir Francis Dashwood, were associated with the church, prayer sessions, and abbeys. 
Francis Dashwood is a very British name. Sir Francis Dashwood. Sir Francis Dashwood, sorry. Uh, yeah, it was basically like Victorian era Bohemian Grove kind of bullshit. Yeah. Which, again, is its own episode at some point. I find the whole <sighs> thing to be rather obnoxious. I honestly have no interest in covering Bohemian Grove because it's all nonsense. <sighs> but there, Alex a Jones really... is a primary source. There's a really good Thinking Sideways episode on it. There if you're is. really interested in Bohemian Grove, go listen to that one. Yeah, they're, I'm not going to say smarter than us, but they're smarter than us. They are. <laughs> a number of press sources portrayed these club meetings as gatherings of atheists where Christianity was mocked and toasts were made to the devil. Beyond these admittedly sensationalist accounts, little is known about the activities of the Hellfire Clubs. So it kind of sounds like our podcast. <laughs> we do routinely make toast to the devil. I mean, generally, that's how we start every episode. I don't know. That's more of a boo-ha-ha thing. <laughs> Avalon's over there toasting to the devil and using copyrighted materials. Um, um, beyond these admittedly sensationalist accounts, little is known about the activities of the Hellfire Club. It is suggested that they may have engaged in a form of, quote, playful Satanism, unquote, which is in which Satan was invoked to show a daring contempt for the conventional morality by individuals who neither believed in his literal existence nor wanted to pay a homage? Homage. 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 Christ. Uh, by individuals who neither believed in his literal existence or wanted to play hom pay homage to him. It's the best take we're going to get. So it was rich boys doing gross shit because they could. It's, yeah, it's the edgelords of the 18th century. And wearing, like, <laughs> fancy robes and, like, lighting black candles and shit. Um, it's, that's actually... To the, be fair, if you don't take it seriously, it sounds like a lot it of does. fun. It does sound like fun. The whole thing sounds like fun. Even the modern shit. Um, so, yeah, rich boys doing gross shit, which, it's the common thread of Satanism in this case, or people who are assumed to be Satanists, uh, like Aleister Crowley. The grossest man in the whole wide world uh, who influenced L. Ron Hubbard, Jack Parsons, and a whole generation of people into teleportation butt magic. <laughs> he is an icon, as the kids are saying these days. What is it? We stand a legend? I, I don't know it. Yes. We stand a legend, Aleister Crowley, king of teleportation butt magic. <laughs> However, according to the Church of Satan website, Crowley was many things. A poet, a mountaineer, an occultist, an author, and the founder of a religion based on the principle of thelema, the Greek word for will. He was not a Satanist, and he did not consider himself to be one. His intention was to found a religion that employed the, quote, method of science and the aim of religion, unquote. It is a spiritual doctrine meddling aspects, melding aspects of Eastern and Western religion, ceremonial magic, and it reveres ancient deities as primary figures. Crowley died in 1947. The Church of Satan was founded in 1966. Oh, so Satan won't, or it's the Church of Satan won't even, like, that's not their, He's <laughs> such Alistair a, Crowley's not their jam. Such a dirty, dirty boy that the Church of Satan won't even, <laughs> no, uh, Alistair Crowley was many things, but he was not a Satanist. Apparently he was a mountaineer. He gets portrayed as a Satanist. He does, uh, because of, there's a very, very close association with uh, people who might not have the full understanding of Satanism to meld occultism, right. which Aleister Crowley very much was into, and Satanism, which is not at all what you think it is. 
Like no. taking. I mean, I have a very basic understanding that you will. You'll have a deeper understanding sure. in like, about ten minutes. Yeah. Um. But like with uh the church in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, like that's occultism. That's not Satanism. They may technically worship Satan, but it's not actual Satanism as is a like registered card carrying religion in the real world. Does the Church of Satan have tax exempt status? I didn't look into that, but I did wonder it. I think it is technically a real religion. So there is a possibility. I think the Church of Satan might, but not the Temple of Satan. Give me one second. I'm honestly very curious. Satan needs to release his taxes. Yeah. Satan. Oh. Satanic Temple just got their tax-exempt religion status in April of oh. 2019. Well, I misspoke. So very new. It doesn't say anything about Church of Satan, though. Church of Satan is like Because the- all the results are on Satanic Temple. Satanic Temple is the one that's more like in the media. Um, I'll explain why in a little bit. The Church of Satan is the one that we're going to talk about the origins of because it is true. It, that's a very, very loose word. Uh, true Satanism. Awesome. And... <laughs> I if you know more than me, please let me know. I I I have a very basic understanding, but like I haven't done. I was more speaking to the the listeners who might have a deeper deeper understanding of Satanism than what I could come up with. You know, with two weeks of light research. I say, was it two weeks or was it last night? <laughs> uh, no, my process is. That I will keep nine to ten tabs on my phone open with sources, and then I will assemble my notes the night before while I'm racing the onset of an edible. Like the adventures. Yeah. This is my Hawkeye paragraph. Okay, so we are now at the formation of the Church of Satan and Anton LaVey, who was born Howard Stanton Levy. Of course. You will find he is a great big on-fire liar pants. <laughs> I had to read his biography on the Church of Satan website and then go find other sources because none of it sounded real. And lo and behold, none, none of, of it was, was real. Uh, so LeVay claimed that he left high school. He was born and grew up and that kind of shit in Chicago, I think. It's, you know, peanuts compared to the rest of his life. So uh, LeVay claimed he left high school to join a circus and later carnivals. Because there is a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, first is a roustabout, which I think is like a handyman, a general carny. Okay. Assembling the tents and stuff. Just kind of like a roadie. Yeah, a carnival roadie. Uh, and cage boy in an act with big cats. <laughs> <laughs> cage boy. Interesting title. And then is a musician playing the calliope, the creepiest of all instruments. Oh, I love those. Uh, LeVay later claimed to have seen that many of the same men attended both the Saturday night shows and the tent revival meetings on Sunday mornings, which reinforced <laughs> his increasingly cynical view of religion. Because if there's anything every religion says, it's that you are never, ever, ever allowed to have any fun. Never, ever, ever. Uh, in the foreword to the German language edition of the Satanic Bible, I don't know why it was just the German language version. Uh, he cites this as his inspiration to defy Christian religion. However, journalist Lawrence Wright investigated LeVay's background and found no evidence LeVay ever worked in a circus, either as a musician or a cage boy. How- however, I don't think uh, that they were keeping great records. 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, how do you even verify that? Like, the circus doesn't, like, file away its... Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't have, like, a W-9 on file for him. <laughs> probably not. He so, was probably getting paid cash. <laughs> probably not a real story, but I will give that one the benefit of the doubt. Uh, his genius, that's a quote from the Satanic uh, Church of Satan website. I'm, I'm assuming you were adding the air quotes on that one? Yes. Uh, his okay. genius on keyboards later garnered him work as an organist in bars, lounges, and nightclubs. While playing the organ in... All places where I would love to hear an organ playing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, when you're having a drink, sometimes you just want to hear the score from the Phantom of the Opera. Um, which hadn't even been written at that time, but whatever. Um, while playing the organ in Los Angeles burlesque houses, he allegedly had a brief affair with the then-unknown Marilyn Monroe when she was a dance dancer at the Mayan Theater. Bonk. This is challenged by those who then knew Monroe as well as the manager of the Mayan, Paul Valentine, who said that she had never been one of his dancers, nor had the theater ever been used as a burlesque house. <laughs> None of this surprises me. Anyways, enough of the great big LeVay lie show. <laughs> uh, in 1951, he met some of the Berkeley Thelemites, um, who, you know, were the same followers as Crowley. Um, he was unimpressed as they were more spiritual and less, quote, wicked than he supposed they should be for disciples of Crowley, who, as I said before, was a dirty, 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 dirty bird. And LeVay was into that version of... Uh, things. Um, so LeVay was more into like Crowley's dirty, 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 dirty. He bird. was into the hedonistic, like just gross, like that kind of thing. Okay. But they were more into the spiritual, like moon child thing. Right. Honestly, if LeVay had found Jack Parsons before L. Ron Hubbard had, this would have been very different. <laughs> we wouldn't have Scientology for one. Well, yeah. Because, you know, many things. Well, while we're here, I, I need you to Google a picture of Anton LaVey. Oh, boy. Doesn't he kind of look gremlin? I- and Alistair as- Crowley while we're at it. I know what Crowley looks like. Oh, my God. He literally looks like he walked off the set of, like, a B-movie. <laughs> what a fucking nerd. Oh, look, here he is actually dressed as Satan. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe never slept with this Oh, guy. God, no. <laughs> Granted, she banged Arthur Miller, but... That's her thing. Yeah, no lady who could get a fucking Kennedy was going to be banging Anton LaVey. No. Doesn't even have hair. (laughs) Admittedly, impressive goatee, but... That's where all the hair went. Anyway, so becoming a local celebrity through his paranormal research and live performances as an organist, uh, including playing the Wurlitzer at the Last Weekend Cocktail Lounge, um, which is a big deal, I guess. Uh, he attracted many San Francisco notables to his parties. And here's an amazing quote from the Church of Satan website, which I have not edited in any way because it is pure and good and the best. <laughs> uh, in accordance with LeVay's explorations of demonic geometry, they took to wearing an odd-shaped black and red medallion adorned with a bat-winged demon and formed a group called the Order of the Trapezoid, which later evolved into the governing body of the Church of Satan. Nerds. <laughs> Demonic geometry. Oh my god. The fact that they made themselves medallions. <laughs> Truly wonderful. I'm going to do a quick Google of demonic geometry to see if there's any images I can provide you with. 
Um, cause it is real dumb. It's like sigils and stuff. It's what's it? Hermione uh, study? Um, ruins? No. Oh, arith- arithmancy. arithmancy. It was yeah. It's like a kind of like that. It's not the same because arithmancy is a real thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, de- demonic uh, geometry. There was apparently enough information on it that Levey could study it. <laughs> anyway, so they formed the Order of the Trapezoid, and it later became the Church of Satan. Uh, so contemporary Satanism took hold with Anton Levey. He is he created it. Uh, in 1966, he founded the Church of Satan in weirdo capital of the world, San Francisco, California. <laughs> he would go on to publish the Satanic Bible in 1969. Nice. And it is his brand of Satanism that probably has the farthest reach on modern culture. Uh, there's a lot of, like, independent Satanists, but this is the one with all of the rules and, you know, the ceremony. The actual organized, yeah. Yes, this is the organized Satanism. Yeah, I feel like if your whole point is to be against the church, it seems weird that you would also create an organized religion. But that's just... I think, from what I understand, he saw it as being anti-organized religion while still being organized. You know, like, they believed the exact opposite of what religion believed, which is why Satan came into effect, because Satan was considered the opposite of Christ. So it's not so much that they worship Satan, it's just that he is the opposite Right. Um, in 1978, the U.S. Army even included the group in the Manual of Religious Requirements and Practices delivered to its hundreds of chaplains. Interesting. Uh, the manual explained that... The I guess they would have had to. Oh, just just wait. Uh, the manual explained that the Church of Satan devotees might need, quote, candles, a bell, a chalice, elixir, a sword, a gong, parchment, and, quote, a quote within a quote, a model phallus. <laughs> but that chaplains would not be expected to supply those materials. Why do I feel like this is just, like, a big goof on the military? Like, let's see what we can get them to agree to. <laughs> I mean, if it was the the satanic temple, which is a different thing, I would believe it. <laughs> but this is the Church of yeah, Satan, and they are yeah, very serious. <laughs> so, LeVay's Satanism, like I said, is uh, atheistic and described as a carnal religion. Followers believe that all gods are fictitious and that the ultimate importance is found in the self and pursuing self-interest. Like other gods, Satan is not a deity to worship. He is instead a metaphor for the ultimate adversary of religious beliefs. They practice their own versions of religious rites, like unbaptism, for people who were baptized when they were children and could not, you know, object to it. Uh, Marriages, black mass, and all of that. Black mass is its own fucking thing. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. That could be probably its own episode. According to Peter Gilmore, the high priest of the Church of Satan, it's apparently not as dweeby as other religions ceremony, (laughs) which bullshit, but you are entitled to your opinion. Uh, He explains the reason behind their rituals in this quote. Uh, You can have secular symbolism, ritual, and pageantry, and it's very effective uh, and something that is part of the nature of the human animal. The ritual chamber can be a place where you can dramatically perform what I call self-transformational psychodrama, which is my favorite genre of movie. <laughs> uh, we re- <laughs> That's what Hereditary and Midsummer are. <laughs> um, anyway, back Very to the quote. Accurate. We release the emotions that we find would be injuring us in the regular pursuit of our happiness so that we can then let them go. So it's 
just a way to be to work through some shit yeah to work through some shit and be fucking weird i mean more power to you i guess so LeVay implemented a system of five initiatory levels that the Satanists could advance through by demonstrating knowledge of Satanic philosophy and personal accomplishments. Because it's not a religion unless there's a hierarchy. <laughs> Never. Uh, these were known as um, Apprentice, which is the first degree, Brother Sister of the Cauldron, which are Warlock or the second degree, Priest Priestess of uh, Mendez, um, third degree, Magister <laughs> Templi, uh, which is the fourth degree, and Magister Satanus, which is the fifth degree. Or alternatively, I found two different lists. Um, so there's hierarchy from lowest to highest, registered member, active member, witch, warlock, priest, priestess, magistra, magister, mag- magia? Maga, no. <laughs> Maga, magis, uh, priesthood of Mendez, and council of nine. So whichever one of those is correct, it was kind of a... I don't... It's very hard to find a lot on the inner workings of the Church of Satan because you have to pay, like, $240 to become a member. Interesting. But there's no, like, you don't have to tithe anything. You just pay that and you're a member. That's all it takes? Well, I think there's, like, some questioning. (laughs) Not, like, Scientology-level questioning. No auditing. No auditing. Uh, Members of the priesthood make up the Council of Nine, which is the ruling body of the Church of Satan, um, of which Magistra Templi Rex... Uh, Blanche Barton is the chairmistress. Blanche Barton. Yeah. Not someone I would picture as a Satanist. Uh, Individuals who are part of the priesthood are those who act as spokespersons of the Church of Satan. The priesthood is is exclusive to the third, fourth, and fifth degree members. Members of the priesthood may be referred to as reverend. (laughs) The high priest and priestess act as administrative chiefs and primary public representatives. Each, each position, high priest and high priestess, is held by a single individual at a time. The current high priest is Peter H. Gilmore, and the current high priestess is Peggy Nadramia. Peggy. Peggy and Peter. And Blanche. That's cute. They're just like us. <laughs> okay. So, as I have alluded to, the Church of Satan isn't the only Satanist institution. The Satanic Temple has become well-known for its activist stunts, such as unveiling an eight-foot-tall statue of Baphomet at the Arkansas State Capitol building. Right. And trying, oh to, my God. Uh, trying to sue the aforementioned Chilling Adventures of Sabrina for making a Baphomet statue similar to theirs. Really? I didn't know that happened. It was a whole fucking thing. Like, it's... Mm. I was about to say, these are the guys I think are really cool, because they're just like... They're basically trolling yeah. religious conservatives yeah, all the time. Yeah, and then they do dumb shit like that, and you're like, I yeah. am surprised. Uh, while the Church of Satan adds shiny religious facade to their beliefs, the Satanic Temple sees social engagement and improvement as critical to its beliefs. Rather than even evangelizing uh, a whatever mentality, they seek to find a balance between the individual and society. Their words, not mine. As Lucian Greaves, a spokesperson for the Satanic Temple, explained... Now- that's a Satanist name. That's a Satanist name. Lucian Greaves, their spokesperson, said, It's not that we're looking for disorder, chaos, and undermine Western civilization. In fact, we're trying to really endorse for enlightenment values, bringing reason and respect for science into bettering the human condition. Uh, the temple's tenets reflect this. For example, they ask followers to act with compassion, to respect the freedom of others, and to take care that beliefs don't distort scientific facts. They also don't follow the Satanic Bible or really believe in any sort of deity either. Um, 
And say the whole like Satanism thing is kind of just a just to be that's just provocative yeah. for lack of a better word. In their case, yeah, yes, that's more the case. I just said case too many times, but um, so yeah, they do like like ridiculous public stunts to you know take Christians aback, but they do advocate for just being yeah, a chill person. They're kind of big on separation of church and state sort of issues. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So now we're going to talk about Levian Satanism again, because I have uh, found the nine satanic statements, the 11 satanic rules of Earth, and the nine satanic sins. Oh, boy. Buckle up. It's good. They're actually pretty chill. I briefly flirted with the idea of converting to Satanism. You would. I just don't have the money. That. Yeah, 240 bucks is a bit. Plus explaining that to the penis gallery and it's too much plus just on the off chance that i'm wrong (laughs) you can't really come back for that you can come back from ambivalence you can't come back from registered card carrying satanist i mean ambivalence just kind of gets you purgatory right purgatory sounds like pretty chill yeah more or less it's a little boring but all right so the nine satanic statements and it should be noted that all of these statements have an exclamation point. Oh, good. I was hoping they would. Satan represents indulgence instead of abstinence. <laughs> Satan represents vital existence instead of spiritual pipe dreams. Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical... Hypocritical. Yeah. Hypocritical oaths? Nope. Hypo- hypocritical. Hypocritical? I'm going to read that. Did you forget the word hypocritical? Maybe. Uh, Satan represents undefiled wisdom instead of hypocritical self-deceit. Satan represents kindness to those who deserve it instead of love wasted on ingrates. Oh, okay. Satan represents vengeance instead of turning the other cheek. Satan represents responsibility to the responsible instead of concern for psychic vampires. (laughs) Satan represents man just as another animal, sometimes better, more often. More often worse than those that walk on all fours. What is this sentence? That is some interesting sentence uh, construction. Satan represents man just as another animal, sometimes better, more often than worse, more often worse than those that walk on all fours, who, because of his divine, spiritual, and intellectual development, has become the most vicious animal of all. The most dangerous game. Um, the cliff notes on that sentence were Satan represents man as another animal, um, because we suck. Yeah. It's pretty much what I got from that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understood their meaning. It was just a very complex uh, way to phrase we it. We suck because we're smart, and that means we're more vicious than, like, dogs. Right. Okay. Uh, Satan represents all of the so-called sins as they lead to physical, mental, or emotional gratification. Not wrong. <laughs> Satan has been the best friend the church has ever had as he has kept it in business all of these years. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> um, all right. Now for the 11 satanic rules of Earth. It's like the commandments, sort of. Okay, the satanic commandments. Yeah. Do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. That's good advice. Do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. When in another's lair, their word not mine, show him respect or else do not go there. (laughs) If a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. (laughs) Do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. I I applaud their uh, (laughs) 
I mean, that's just a very odd way of, yeah, okay. Do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. Acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. Do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. <laughs> Do not harm little children. Do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked for your food. When walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not stop, destroy him. I was just about to say, man, these sound pretty chill. And then... Uh, they take it to a good place and then go one step further. Right? It's like, I, I like a lot of the underlying sentiments, and then they get just a little... A little aggro. Yeah. I mean, basically, don't fuck with people. And if someone fucks with you... Kill him. Kill him. I I kind of read uh, Destroy Him as like a Blair Waldor from Gossip Girl, like, <laughs> call the principal and hide a bag of blow in their locker, kind of. Yeah, like, very mean girls ask. Yeah, the fun kind. Take down. Yeah. Um, all right, now for the nine satanic sins for us to get out on. Uh, this one's a little bit longer because it has explanations of why they're sins. Oh. Uh, stupidity. The top <laughs> of the list for satanic sins. The carnal sin of Satanism. It's too bad that stupidity isn't painful. This is, these are all direct quotes from the uh, Church of... I was going to say, is this stuff like LeVay wrote? Or yeah, is it... no, these are from the Satanic Bible. Okay. Uh, ignorance is one thing, but our society thrives increasingly on stupidity. It depends on people going along with whatever they are told. The media promotes a cultivated stupidity as a posture that is not only acceptable, but laudable. Sat the lamestream media? <laughs> Satanists must learn to see through the tricks and cannot afford to be stupid. Pretentiousness. Empty posturing can be most irritating and isn't applying the cardinal rules of lesser magic. On equal footing with stupidity for what keeps the money in circulation these days. <laughs> Everyone's made to feel like a big shot whether they can come up with the goods or not. He wrote this in like the 60s. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 You can tell. I'm like, I'm waiting for him to go like full Holden Caulfield and start calling people phonies. Oh, God. I need to Google this next word. Hmm, okay. They could have just used a different word. Would have been easier. So much for pretentiousness. Solipsicism, which means the viewer theory that the self is all that can be known to exist. So self-centeredness? Pretty much. Uh, can be Okay. Can be very dangerous for Satanists. Project projecting your reactions, responses, and sensibilities onto someone who is probably far less attuned than you are. It is the mistake of expecting people to give you the same consideration, courtesy, and respect that you naturally give them. They won't. Instead, Satanists must strive to apply the dictum of do unto others as they do unto you. It's work for most of us and requires constant vigilance, lest you slip into a comfortable illusion. Constant vigilance. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. Where's Brendan Gleeson when we need him? <laughs> uh, requires constant vigilance, lest you slip into a comfortable illusion of everyone being like you. As has been said, certain utopi utopias would be ideal in a nation of philosophers, but unfortunately, or perhaps fortunately from a Machiavellian standpoint, we are far from that point. So much for pretentious, Anton. Right. That's, um, yeah. Yeah, but the cliff notes on this are, don't expect others to treat you well. <laughs> treat them like they treat you. I get it. Yeah, I mean, it's a little different from the uh, treat others how you would like to be treated. It's kind of just like assume people won't treat you nicely and treat them that way in turn. Yeah, 
is kind of how I'm interpreting it. Like, not necessarily be disrespectful of people, but if they're disrespectful for you, fuck them. Yeah, like... I don't know. Yeah, it and also mentions not to project your responses and sensibilities onto someone. Right. Uh, number four, self-deceit. It's in the nine satanic statements, but deserves to be repeated here. Another cardinal sin. We must not pay homage to any of the sacred cows presented to us, including the roles we are expected to play ourselves. The only time self-deceit should be entered into is when it's fun and with awareness. <laughs> but then it's not self-deceit. Okay. Yep. Number five. All right. Well, moving on. Number five, herd conformity. The sheeple rule. God. LeVay would just love Reddit. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you, if you looked hard enough, you'd find a number of Satanists on Reddit. For sure. Oh, I don't think it's even that hard. Just go to, like, our Satanism. <laughs> Done. They're all right there. Tell them Sarah sent you. God, don't. Uh, herd conformity. <laughs> That's obvious from a satanic stance. It's all right to conform to a person's wishes if it ultimately benefits you, but only fools follow along with the herd, letting an impersonal entity dictate to you. The key is to choose a master wisely instead of being enslaved by the whims of the many. Sheeple. All right. Sheeple, yeah. Number nine is my absolute favorite, but we're on number six right now. Um, lack of perspective. Again, this one can lead to a lot of pain for satanists. You must never lose sight of who and what you are and what threat you can be by your very existence. We are making history right now, every day. Always keep the wider historical and social picture in mind. That is an important key to both lesser and greater magic. See the patterns and fit things together as you want the pieces to fall into place. Do not be swayed by herd constraints. Know that you are working on another level entirely from the rest of the world. God damn it. Did these like, what did we say about pretentiousness again? I'm just thinking, like, did every copy of the Satanic Bible come with a collapsible fedora? <laughs> Seven. Forgetfulness of past orthodoxies. Be aware that this oh, is one boy. of the keys to brainwashing people into accepting something new and different, when in reality it's something that was once widely accepted but is now present presented in a new package. We are expected to rave about the genius of the creator and forget the original. This makes for a disposable society. What? This one I don't follow at all. No, not really. Moving on. <laughs> I don't want to dwell on it. <laughs> I honestly, no. I feel like I need to explain this because it's my episode, but I think, no, I got nothing. I got nothing. I don't think I had anything when I was reading them over last night either. It's just Satanist word salad. <laughs> He needed a seven because nine was a good round number. <laughs> uh, eight, counterproductive pride. That first word is important. Pride is great up to the point you begin to throw out the baby with the bathwater. The rule of Satanism is, if it works for you, great. When it stops working for you, when you've painted yourself into a corner and the only way out is to say, I'm sorry, I've made a mistake, I wish we could compromise somehow, then do it. Damn. I mean, it's good advice. Yeah. In this episode, Emily and Sarah become Satanists. <laughs> I don't have $240. Uh, I do, but I would rather buy, like, uh, houseplants with it. And that works for you, so great. <laughs> Just when you've painted yourself into a corner with houseplants, you have to be willing to say, I'm sorry, I fucked up. No, no, we're not at that point yet. Uh, my personal favorite, nine, lack of aesthetics. I'm here for it. Let's go. This is going to be a lot of... Like we said, satanic word salad, but it's fun. Um, 
This is the physical application of the balance factor. Aesthetics is important in lesser magic and should be cultivated. It is obvious that no one can collect any money off classical standards of beauty and form most of the time so that they are discouraged in a consumer society, but an eye for- What is happening? Did you forget how to word? I think Anton LaVey forgot how to word. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to start the whole thing over again. Number nine, <laughs> lack of aesthetics. This is the physical application of the balance factor. Aesthetics is important in lesser magic and should be cultivated. It is obvious that no one can collect any money off classical standards of beauty and form most of the time so they are discouraged in a consumer society, but an eye for beauty for balance is an essential satanic tool and must be applied for greatest magical effectiveness. It's not what's supposed to be pleasing, it's what is. Aesthetics is a personal thing, reflective of one's own nature, but there are universally pleasing and harmonious configurations that should not be denied. Take that how you will. You can't take being hot to the bank, but you should try to be hot. <laughs> yeah, the way things look is important. Is that what he was trying to say? I, I feel like it's the anti... I mean, that's a good as good interpretation as any, but... The uh, anti-version of um, pride, but like physical pride, vanity. It's the opposite of like vanity. Right. So it's care about how you look. Not about what's supposed to look good, but what you think looks good. Okay. Yeah. Again, very chill. In, like, a weird, kind of condescending way. Yeah, that kind of sums it all up, really. <laughs> Satanism in a nutshell. Um, so yeah, that's Satanism. How we got it. How recently we got it. <laughs> how it's not about sacrificing babies and flushing kids down toilets to secret rooms and... <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Say, so I'm... I w- am looking forward to a Satanic Panic episode... I feel like it's just going to be a lot of yelling. Like, remember how much we yelled during female hysteria? It'll be, like, three times. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Satanism is, it's nothing people made it out to be. It's because no, it never what is. people were saying was, like, satanic rituals, if they did happen, which they didn't, it was a cult. It was not Satanism. Or it was just, like, a bunch of dumb teenagers yeah. trying to be edgy. Like, Yeah, it's yeah. a misunderstanding of what Satanism actually is is established satanism yes um satanism again is just the opposition of like christian based religions right god based religions judeo-christian yes well i mean it even includes like um islam and hinduism and stuff kind of like the big three oh okay not even the big three it's just religion yeah um it's against forced um not goodness um it's it's just against like forced virtue. There we go. That's what I yeah wanted. yeah. Um, and again, I think that's a good way to put that's it. That's just what I got from it. Like I'm sure other people have different interpretations, or I maybe I missed something. But for the general purpose, that's what it is. It's not bad. They don't worship Satan, and even if they did, he's not fucking real, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, for more information, please see our commentary. Uh, for as above, so below. <laughs> Did I talk about Satanism in that? I, I don't actually know. Uh, Satan is a character in the movie. It's true. So it's I don't true. know. It's tangentially related. Um, also see our commentary on The Witch, which I'm sure we'll talk about it in there too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which actually will have gone up last week. Oh, yeah. It's Halloween. Holy shit. Yeah. 
I should have mentioned at the top of the episode. I'm positive you told me to mention at the top of the episode. Yeah, I think I did, and then I forgot to. Guys, okay, something you have to understand about how far ahead in advance we are recording these episodes yeah. is that time has no meaning. That that break we took, <laughs> we didn't take a break. You took a break. Our minis are on a completely different schedule. We really fucked up the timeline on this, but good news, um, there shouldn't be like much of a break even when we kind of take christmas off i was gonna say between like our vacations and christmas there will be minimal Minimal break um and i know it's getting a little ahead of ourselves but the christmas special this year will be truly something to behold i was gonna say it'll be dope but yeah it will be that too (laughs) um let's see big announcement uh afternoonified is now it always has been a part of the so below media podcast network which is something that we have formed as a way to uh promote and i don't have a mission statement yet i'm working on it but uh the network it's just like a podcast union right if we demand equal pay and holidays and overtime (laughs) we want me undies money (laughs) Yeah, so Afternoonified is a part of it. Um, our other podcast, Monster Pod, uh, Boo Ha Ha, uh, hosted by the amazing Avalon Leonetti, formerly hosted by myself, um, and a couple new shows that will have been announced. Um, I think the official announcement will have been a week before this episode comes out, but you can check that out at soblowmedia.com. I guess I just decided which URL I was going to buy. Oh, boy. I hope that one's still free. It is. Um, I was waffling between sobelow.media and sobelowmedia.com doesn't matter oh i was gonna say sobelow.pizza no never again you got you got one um but yeah so check out the other shows on the network um we're gonna start playing an ad for one of the other shows after each episode uh not the minis the minis are just gonna be theme song random bullshit uh, closing theme song um yeah be on the lookout for that it's gonna be fun yeah, and check out our other shows. They're all amazing yeah. and fantastic. I, I, I mean, I'm on one of the other ones, so I would not have asked them to be a part of the network if I didn't believe in them. Exactly. That's how that works. Um, and if you are a podcaster who is interested in um, maybe finding a home on So Below, you can go to the website. There will be more information there, um, and you can contact at SoBelowMedia at gmail dot com. Yeah, that's all the announcements I have. Yeah, I've got nothing. Uh, Happy Halloween. Oh, yeah. And Sarah, you will currently be in... I will be as this episode... Wait, what? when is this going like up? The yeah, I will be in Budapest. So I'm still there for one more day if you guys want to check out my... Uh, the Instagram. Yeah. Um, which I will be posting stories on. Yeah, when Sarah is in Europe, she will take over our Instagram and post stuff there. Um, about a week from now, I will be in New Orleans. I will be posting stuff there. Um, it should be really fun. Gonna go look at a lot of graves. Lots of yeah. I mean, that's kind of our wheelhouse. <laughs> Dead bodies. Woo! So many corpses. Uh, all right. So if you want to get in touch with us, we are on Twitter at Afternoonified. We're on Instagram at Afternoonified. Facebook.com/slash/getafternoonified. Uh, our website is getafternoonified.com. You can reach us at afternoonifiedpod at gmail.com. Did I forget anything? I wasn't listening. <laughs> oh, sounds and right. And on our website, you can find the link to our merch store. You can donate to our tip jar yeah. so I can finally buy that copy of the Satanic Bible. Um, 
yeah and you know old episodes information on sarah and myself i just smacked my mic with my hand so that should sound great um yeah we're gonna get out of here yeah thanks guys happy halloween and we love you and a spooky podcast (laughs) goodbye I'm going to need you all to roll plus charm to do the ad. That's a five. I got a ten. Eight. All right, Travis. Buddy can manage to get out the name of the show, but not much else. Monster Pod. Sadie, Jimmy is going to be able to get out the premise, but you didn't roll high enough for any spoilers. Monster Pod is a real play Monster of the Week podcast where four government-employed idiots try to save the world. Sarah, Thomason rolled high enough to finish the ad. Releases every other Friday here on So Below Media. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.